When so much of life is about the big moments, it's the details in the all-new 2022 Grand Wagoneer that make the small moments truly special. Take joy in American premium design and available technology, like the 23-speaker Macintosh reference entertainment system, and with seating for up to eight, no detail is overlooked. Because it's the details that make every journey grand. The Grand Wagoneer. Grand adventures return. Wagoneer is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Right, guys. Okay. So basically, this is the first episode in 2021. Proper one, yeah. Proper one. We did our trend in Tuesdays on Tuesday, uh -huh. the first Tuesday of 2021, which is a proper crap because they didn't storm the capital till Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> which is like... just bad timing. We're trending Tuesdays, not trending Thursdays. Exactly. We, we should we should if, talk if to Trump. If you're gonna do something, can yeah. we do it on Mondays, please, guys? Now. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Just gonna yeah, do, some, do some on the Monday so we can like get ready for the Tuesday. Yeah, that's it. Give us some time. Well, By the time it gets back to Tuesday, it's too late. Exactly. So we can <laughs> we can jump into Thursdays if you want. But if it comes to our housekeeping, guys, we have Brumi, we have Task Force Gaming, we do, and we have myself, Mayhem. Okay, Hello. you can find all the descriptions, all links. In the description, Jesus, what I'm saying, like, I must be drinking too much now already. <laughs> but you can find everything so in our description. And if you want to support the shop, I think if you want to buy us a coffee, jump in the Patreon. You know, $2, $3, $5, anything's going to support us. We're not going to spend it on drink. If you, if we you promise, Island, yet. Can share, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll maybe come out with you in 2023 when we're allowed. Exactly. So. It's the fucking open. So when they release us, you know, when they let us, when they let us out, we're gonna basically, you know, have a p proper celebration. So all the donations are going into a proper celebration. So we're gonna meet up, we're gonna have a proper drink, and we're gonna wear our mankinis and all that crap. No, we ain't. Uh, we are, Brumi. We uh, are. Bikini Bandits is the only fans. That's down in the description too. <laughs> um, get on that. Five a month is cheap for what you get. To be fair. <laughs> uh. But today we're going to start about the Cold War. We're going to yes, back in time, guys. We're going back to 1917. Some uh, some Wikipedia's or some posts saying that it's from 1947 well, to, to 1981, 1991, when the everything just crashed. When the Berlin That's the thing collapse. about the Cold War, though. There's going to be a lot of uh, clashes, conspiracies, misinformation. Oh, yeah. uh, no one, nothing is certain because of the time um we've had the introduction of each of us so i've got a quick summary of the cold war so the cold war was an ongoing political rivalry between the united states and the soviet union and their respective allies that developed after world war ii so i've got world war ii mayhem said 1917 world war one sort of time it's mm -hmm. after um, the uh, uh, uh was a red army or bolshevik revolution oh yeah yeah that's yeah yeah that's so what i saw that as well some I historians uh, tend to put 1917 as a date of of the of maybe preliminary start, you know, yeah, of the Cold War. And but I I, I will agree with every date, which is come 1917, 1947, 1945. They've been pushing out anyway all the time. Um, the American and the British worried that Soviet domination in Eastern 
Europe might be permanent. The Cold War went on from 1945 and lasted 45 years is what I've got. Um, but that's the brief summary on the Cold War. Um, who's? Am I going to start this? Do you want yeah. to start this? Have you got the earlier years? I, I, I have actually proper... I have some summary as well, Like, but from yeah. my point of view when I was looking at it, when I was trying to do some research, when I got my yeah. thoughts together, and, you know... I was trying to remember what was going on because I'm 1977. Mm-hmm. This is I was born in 1977, guys. So I kind of I'm a That's Cold War nice. baby. <laughs> a bit. I seen that happening. I seen I seen uh, the Berlin Wall crushed, you know, collapsing stuff like that. I would seen the Hof mm-hmm. jumping on the, the Berlin Hoff. one. Yeah. yeah. I seen the Ronald Germany Reagan. Was yeah. A it's, rough time. I seen the Ronald Reagan time. saying, "Mr. Gorbachev, tear that wall down." Is that the proper power? Well, maybe just in paraphrasing, I think. But uh, from my point of view, I think it's all started because of Stalin didn't like the way they treated him. Stalin didn't like much, mate. Exactly. No. But Americans didn't want communism to to um, basically spread around the country. All every communist party in the USA was banned. You know, was this banned? Uh, that's what happened. So, yeah. meanwhile, in the Second World War, um, the way they treated Stalin, the way the, the how long they waited to uh, to support his uh, to support his fight with 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 Nazis, you know, it took him <laughs> from 1941 to 1944 to open up the Second Front. But by then, the Red Army was inoffensive. So, basically. All he wanted to do was just get some revenge, and he says, "Oh fuckers, we're gonna fuck you up. We're gonna be better than you." That's what happened, you know. But it's all given and take at the moment because at that time they were trying to um, Russia themselves or the SSSR. They were trying to sort their own problems with with you know with with uh, with war, food. Farming, communism. stuff like that. There were communism. Everything was uh, it was owned by the country, so the oh. economic system wasn't working the way they wanted to. So going down the years, all the satellite countries like Poland, uh, yeah. Czechoslovakia, <clears throat> Ukraine, uh, all the yeah their their own countries, all the surrounding was or yeah, the satellite countries. They were actually supporting control. them just to get them going. Even now, Russia's. Push, trying to push into Ukraine and things anyway. Trying to push the Poland as well, like, you know. They're trying to get back, yeah. That's been going on anyway. And you know, a, they keep moving the fences further and further as well. They are, and that's what like, I've been trying to do. Some guy had a house in Ukraine, an old man had a house in Ukraine who's on the border. And right. he doesn't own his house anymore because they pushed the fence back, back, back. He's on the other side of this fence. And he's just so stubborn. He's just stood on the other side of this fence while... Russia are technically moving into the Ukraine by moving fences, which is just <laughs> rude. But think about it, guys. <laughs> Looking at Putin now and and the way he behaves, you know, the way he treats uh, his surrounding countries, the way he's trying to get into Azerbaijan and Armenia. Yeah. It's, he was just, just it's, a it's another Cold War still going on, like, you know. They're never going to give up. Maybe they're just changing well, names. Yeah. Take things Putin. by force is, is the way, always Russia. been the way. I mean, like it says, uh, the Cold War reached its peak in 1948 to 53. Yeah. Yes. Let's say that was the peak. Yeah, because. Of... Go on, babe. 
Operation. Uh, what was the uh, nuclear thing? Manhattan. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. It says, in this period, the Soviets unsuccessfully blockaded the western-held sectors of West Berlin. Yes, 1949. And then... When it reached its peak, the United States and its European allies formed the NATO Atlantic Treaty Organization. So yeah. that was formed during the Cold War. Yes. And in response, uh, <coughs> Russia formed the Warsaw Pact. Mm -hmm. So we had two. Go on, babe. We had two superpowers going ahead each other. Like, you know, they're going yeah. to kill each other, they're going to slash each other, they're going to nuke each other. So... Well done, babe. I'm glad you're in. <laughs> Always. You're blooming made, blooming made it. She's been busy. You know, she's oh, they sent her miles away for stuff. So... She got stuck in the mud. It was crazy. <laughs> so there's quite a list, mate. There's, I ain't got enough time to read all this, but like, following on the struggle between the superpowers, after the uh, NATO was formed, this was roughly 1949. 1949, was, uh, yeah. A unified military command to resist the Soviet pressure in Europe. And then it says here, the Soviet exploded their first atomic warhead in 1949, thus ending the American monopoly on the atomic bomb. Yeah, they didn't like the idea. That's, they didn't like the idea. idea. Yeah. It goes on then to say, uh, the Chinese communists came into power in the mainland China in 49, and the Soviet supported communist governments of North Korea invaded the US supported South Korea in 1950, setting off an indecisive Korean war that lasted three years. Guys, now... Look at this, right? You've got to think how many wars were involved I know. Yeah, yeah. from the start of this so-called thing. Oh, yeah. End, well, uh, it says it says at the start it was um, it, the Cold War started following the surrender of the Nazi Germany's in May 1945, near yeah, the, the close of World War II. Yeah. So, let's yeah, say yeah. World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, everything is all, is all in that time period. Oh, yeah. Well, we have um, North and South Korea, right? We have yeah. Egypt. Egypt and Israel. Was it eight days or twelve days war? And that was the, that was yeah, the part yeah, of the yeah. Cold War as well, like, because the, there was a Russian and American influence in both sides. When uh, <sighs> Egypt was supported by Russia <clears throat> and Israel was supported by America, there we mm -hmm. go. But Americans, the, the 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 propaganda and you know against communism was big in America. You know, if you're a communist, you you know basically, you know you, you had no right. There. You were disbanded. Right. You were um, you weren't deported because you were American. But you weren't allowed mm -hmm. to be a communist back then because that was like a red scare. That's what it was, wasn't it? That's what it was called, the red scare. Everybody was fucking scared. Even they, even when Russia released Sputnik up there, which was that tiny or maybe that tiny, right? Yeah. They thought this is it. They're gonna spy on us. Are gonna drop that bomb and then America's gonna go bye bye. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's that's what the red scare was. They were afraid yeah. of everything. And propaganda. But I'm looking at the numbers, right? Warsaw Pact. One, yeah, I was just scared to get into that, yeah. <laughs> one, Russia had 1 million, 1.2 million soldiers, right? Yeah. Poland, uh, East Germany, Czechoslovakia, 1.2 million soldiers. Look at this. This trend is enormous, like, you know? Yes. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say if war started, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. We all speak Russian. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely no fucking way. There's they the wouldn't thing, though, stop. It, it's, yeah, they're in constant... That's the thing, that's the Cold War. It's still going on today. There's yeah. the constant... What are Russia using? Oh, they're using AKs. They've got the big heavy rounds that don't... We're not very good at penetrating armour, but they're good at... You're right, so what have we got? Oh, we'll create the M4 to, 
to this is modern day weaponry. Mm. What yeah. tanks we've got? The M1 Abrams. What have they got? The T85 or something. Yeah, now we're going to make the M1A2 Abrams. It's constant. Who's got the better stuff? Exactly. Yeah, oh yeah, it's always has been, hasn't it? The arms race it's is like, still going on with the. It's like the same with the the uh, uh, battleships. Same with the air force uh, yeah, and all that. It's always a constant race. We have nothing. We have, we do, we have. Um, I think it's the Queen Elizabeth. It's a, it's a super carrier. It carries everything. But oh, yeah. then again, our armed forces is what Wembley Stadium full. That's it. Now, I think that's our whole armed forces now. But yeah. we do have some pretty damn good equipment. But plus, it, we got the SAS. Just said them boys in war. Enormous na- numbers, boys. Enormous oh, numbers. Like what? Who? who numbers are numbers. But who's got the better training? Who's got the better tactics? It's Monopoly, man. Okay. Yeah, uh, but if you if say say you say that, then if say say um, they decided to invade with a million soldiers into the UK, all they had to do Red is Dawn? take over France and Germany. Yeah, that's what I'm on about. If they start, yeah, that was Korea. They wanted it, did that. Red Dawn. Uh, yeah, Red Dawn. Yeah. Parachuted all at once and tanks, all over America yeah. and just occupied it, and they were so like, whoa. And but that's what North Korea we, does in Homefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, the yeah, Red Home Dawn Front. is yeah, the yeah. film on Homefront the game. Homefront's yeah. the game in it. Red Dawn yeah, Red Dawn's is the film. the film actually yeah. with um, Thor guy Chris Hemsworth. The original so... one has Patrick Swayze and it is better. Oh, of course it's better. <laughs> fuck, yeah, absolutely. Fuck Thor right. in it, like, you know, Come on, Was there? give me a break. Okay, old people. <laughs> We're not old. People. We're just educated. Uh, it said uh, when the Cold War, the Cold War tension relaxed uh, from. 1953 to 1957, because uh, Joseph Stalin died. He was the long-time Soviet dictator in 53. Yes. He said uh, the Nikita standoff... Khrushchev stepped in. Love you. See you in the morning. It said uh, the standoff remained a unified military organization among Soviet bloc countries, the Warsaw Pact, which Mayhem just went on about. 1955. Yeah, 1955. West Germany was admitted into NATO in the same year that the Warsaw. Was formed so NATO was in with UK, US, or the Euros. Um, another intense stage of the Cold War was 58 to 62 because the United States and the Soviet Union began developing intercontinental ballistic missiles. In 62, the Soviets began secretly installing missiles in Cuba, which sparked the US Cuban Missile Crisis. We've got me and Mayhem have got. Um, yes, that started when so. uh, Fidel Castro took over. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do your Castro bit? I've, That's a good segue. Uh, I have some... I Actually, uh, the main entrance I have in Cold War, beside the Vietnam War and stuff, is the is the way the CIA was trying to get into Russian land. <laughs> now, if you're talking about the spy wars, right? Mm-hmm. Look at this. It was easier to penetrate USA. How are we doing, chat anyway? It was easier to good? penetrate USA, UK, and other countries, right? On the West countries. Just because mm-hmm. uh, the surveillance back then wasn't that big. It was harder to penetrate Russia. Because <coughs> everything, everybody was watching everybody. All right? Yeah. The neighbor could well, all the spy planes coming out of Area 51 and stuff with a new exactly. staff coat and paints and things like that. So, whatever. If you're looking at any documentaries, every CIA operative said yeah. he, it was harder to operate in Russia. It was yeah. easier for Russian spies to operate in USA, which which you can see the amount of trials and the amount of of caught people like, you know, the pictures are everywhere. So I think I think I'll be I got you babe. 
I think I'll be I'll be I'll be saying that uh, Russia might have won uh, the spy wars as well, like you know. So how many people were caught bringing out the nuclear weapon secrets and and schematics? What's on the you know, trying to transport them to Russia, like you know, straight away. That's how they got them. Offer deadline on Oak Street, mile three. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding war at the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. I don't think they came up with them themselves. I think they're just stole it. They, they even had um, a German working on the Manhattan Project. Mm-hmm. A German scientist. Mm. He was on so, the Manhattan Project as well. I'd say the only... I, I'm thinking the only problem uh, the Eastern Bloc had is, was the... Uh, the economic side. I don't think they were able to uh, to start war with uh, the productive side of the uh, of of their own countries, like you know. But that's just my Ooh, point. Oh, there's some good stuff on that. But guys, I was looking into the germs warfare, right? Ah, yeah. I was looking into germs warfare because yeah, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Jesus Christ, not hilarious. It's just it's 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 sick. Right, we were trying to do. So they had a guy in the Fort Dittrich, I think, right? And they had eight, they had a thousand, was it a million, million liter ball, right? The sphere. They were putting mm-hmm. people in and animals, right? right? And they were testing stuff on them. So they could have left people there for eight days with the germs in, right? Yeah. And they were testing their behavior. Fuck me, that's sick, right? And they were doing it on their own people, right? Americans and they were doing on Americans, right? That wasn't yet. (laughs) So we were talking about the Russian sleep experiment. That's 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 not even you know close to what Americans were doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's that's not damn story, you know. But what Americans were doing, right? They were trying uh, CIA. I um, who um, CIA was formed in response to uh, Cold War. Yeah. That's it, right? But there was a civil operation, not an army operation. Okay, so there had to be... Uh, Eisenhower, I think, formed... Was it Eisenhower? Formed CIA... Uh, Rumi, can you fact-check it, please? My, my brain is too small to hold all the information. <clears throat> but under uh, the one Navy... The one military department... I was trying to cover up everything that CIA was doing was Navy, right? Right. So listen to this, guys, right? I'm looking, I'm looking. <laughs> In 1950, U.S. Navy secret experiment in which Seratia marcens and Bacillus globuli bacteria were sprayed over the San Francisco Bay in California in 1950. Jesus. Just to see the reaction, right? Just to see the fucking reaction. Right. This is the same as MK Ultra, man. It is. It is MK that, Ultra. That was all that time. MK Ultra was born. Was MK 80s. Ultra has never stopped. I've seen yeah, a that, recent yeah, interview that, that still they're great. still doing shit, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, based on results from monitoring equipment of forty-three locations around the city, the army determined that San Francisco had received enough of those for nearly all of the city's eight hundred thousand residents 
to inhale at least 5,000 particles, right? So on October, so they, they released that from the September 20, 20th to 27th, right? On October 11th, 1950, 11 residents checked into Stanford Hospital for very rare, serious urinary tract infections. Right? That's the only beginning, right? Uh, fuck like you know so that was the one right the next one <coughs> the next one they packed up germs right or bacteria right. or something in, in a little yeah. can right and just yeah. to get more funding from uh, uh from you american government right cia yeah. just said okay we're gonna go over i think it was a new york uh underground system so they went over they went over um they went over the underground system, right? And they dropped yeah. the glass bottle with the germs in it, or bacteria, or whatever, the disease right. that they, they actually came up with, right? And they dropped through one of the vents down. The glass shattered, right? Everything just, just sprayed over, right? And they were just looking for the... Uh, and they just proved how easy is to tar start a germ, basically biological warfare. Biological warfare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over the United That's a States. big thing, though. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is a big thing. It, it, it's been banned by the by the pact, isn't it? Yeah, we can't but, like, do it. Basically, the pact is so strong because if you um, if you go against it, you've got all the countries that side that have signed mm -hmm. the pact will go against that one person that's done it. So if Russia like betray it, they've got fucking fifteen other countries coming at them. So going back to that, Mayhem, the founder of the CIA was. Harry S. Truman, who was the 33rd president of Thank the United you. States from 45 mistake, to 53. Yeah. Uh, he succeeded to the death of Franklin D. Roosevelt. Uh, he implemented the Marshall Plan to rebuild the economy of Western Europe and established the Truman Doctrine and NATO. Yeah. So but in Fort Detrick, there were, I, think, I, I think I'm saying it right. The Fort Detrick, they were, they were doing uh, all those experiments, right? So mm -hmm. there's a the classified document, okay, of the <coughs> 1962 CIA plan for dropping incapsulated weaponized insects on Cuba. Yes. On the Cuba missile site, is that what we're saying? Fuck like, right? I know this. Shit, so, man. Incapsulation of sugar workers completed on the 2nd of February. It's a plan, yeah. right? It's, it's everything there. So if you go... Um, I think it, her the girl's name is Chris Newby. Chris Newby, right. she's after. Um, I, I'm actually going to do the shameless plugin now. I've I've read that book. It's called Bitten. It's titled Bitten. Okay, the girl was. Um, she's an engineer. She was. Uh, she was bitten by uh, by a tick. Right. She had a couple of ticks in her body, and um, she was. She had Lyme disease. Yeah. Mm. All right. So uh, it took. I think it. <laughs> took her a couple of years more than a year six years or something and sixty thousand oh. dollars to actually get the proper uh, diagnosis after that yeah from doctors because she 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 couldn't get anything going she was tired all the time her husband was tired and basically she had lyme disease and mm -hmm. was caused by tick but they were trying to weaponize ticks as well and insane. yeah that was one of those part of the countries i think it was nevada oh it was wisconsin i can't remember properly i have to read that book again um, she was um, she was bitten by ticks. Uh, I think it was Wisconsin, and the amount of Lyme disease in that area was inappropriate to the amount of the whole Lyme disease in America, just because yeah. it was close to the one of the bases that they were doing. The, are you in it? 
No, this is this is a different thing, but yeah, it's about it's called uh, entomological warfare. Yes, the bugs of war. Jesus, there's, there's a, a guy... lot of shit on that mayhem, mate. There, there's, there's a guy a actually. That, yeah, there's a guy. There, um, I think she was talking <laughs> to a guy that provided with all the information, right? Yeah. And the funny thing is, <clears throat> it's um, they had. It's a four Dietrich, 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 yeah. 1952 to 1970, CIA biological weapons activities at Fort Idrick. There right. we go. I'm going to open now. It's been declassified. So there you go. In an early 1952, CIA effected an agreement with an Army of Chemical Corp for the performance of certain research and development work by the Army Chemical Corp at the laboratory facilities of Special Operations Division. So there you go, 1952, they started to think about that shit. They were trying to weaponize bees, insects, uh, right, so, ticks. So the, the main thing on here is, is obviously uh, the entomological warfare during the Cold War. It's obviously the United States military developed plans for an entomological warfare facility designed to produce 100 million yellow fever infected mosquitoes a month. Yeah. That was the first son. plan. Wish it. It is. But they've used it in the Vietnam War. Oh my god, the <laughs> China used it against Korea. Yeah. And they oh, you know. Yeah. If you look into it, man, that it's <clears throat> an absolute mayhem buddy. Because what happened there, they didn't even think about their own soldiers. They were trying to drop the shit on and that's it. I know. Clear up. This is the dark side of the Cold War, man. That's not even that's not even over because we have the we have the MK Ultra as well going. In oh shit! Yeah, we do. Cold War has sprung so many projects. It's that's unbelievable. We didn't even go to the space race, right? You know. Mhm. But I think Sai has something to say now. Come on, I'll let you in it because I've been I've been talking too much about. No, I'm, I'm not. I knew this was a big one. We're 25 minutes in and I ain't even started. Slight. But I wanted to touch up on the uh, Castro bit just off the top of my head while yeah. we're here. They have um, a document here. Sorry, sorry, Sai. Before, before they actually, they, I, this is the one I wanted. I, I, I think do. Wants a bit. When he starts speaking, I'm just gonna fuck him up. Yeah. All right. I do apologize, <laughs> right? But they actually did in. Fuck me! This is this is. They actually did up a cost per death with entomological warfare. Right. Yeah. There's a document, ten pages, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it costs planning eight thousand, agent production ten thousand, munition acquisition is nine thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Weapon employment seven hundred dollars. So the total, right? <laughs> It's thirty-four thousand dollars for death. That's the cost. That's what they're pricing lives at, is it? Yeah. Beautiful, isn't Ooh, it? Damn. It's cheap, isn't it? Beautiful. Isn't but it? also, the CIA—I think we touched on this before—but the CIA tried to kill that Castro guy. They—they yes. they planned it yes, for yes. years. Um, so they—he's a big cigar smoker. We know. They, yeah. Well, if you don't know who Castro was. Yeah. So you know the guy in a t-shirt, beret mm-hmm. beard, yeah, uh, revolutionist. So 
they sent him an exact replica of a box of cigars to his house and mixed it in with all the others. And for some unknown reason, he found them uh, and got rid of them, or he didn't smoke them for some reason, or he quit or something at the time. It was just pure luck. Uh, they filled them with explosives, the CIA did. So he's going to light up a cigar one day and his head would explode. That's insane. Yeah. Right, they tried to assassinate him for over for like I don't know five years I think it was. Mm-hmm. They knew he liked to walk on a specific beach. They yep. had a plan. They didn't execute, but they had a plan to put explosives underneath all the seashells on this beach. And they was hoping by chance when they detonated <laughs> it at a certain time it would get him. Uh, they tried. Uh, I think he died of old age. This uh, Castro did. Eventually, he just yeah, died of old not age. But far ago, wasn't it? Yeah, but they tried to get him out of power for a long time with a load of... Yeah, but I mean... That, crazy, that made, untouchable. That sort of ties into the uh, Bay of Pigs as well. That's when they tried to do it. Yeah. yeah. was part stage. of the Bay of Pigs invasion operation. Yep, yep, yep. That was but why. five more CIA teams were sent. Yep. It's not that the time, guys. They're trying to give John F. Kennedy the document, right? To stage... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stage coup d'etat or something like that. Yeah, it was a mess. Cuba was a mess. That's it. That's our own. That's a totally fucking own. That's another hour, really. You could talk about Cuba, CIA, yeah, Cuba uh, missile crisis. Yeah, because John F. Kennedy was given the papers. This is the rabbit hole, man. Yeah, that it's stated that the they're gonna they're gonna use their own soldiers, right? Dressed up as Cuban mm-hmm. soldiers. They're gonna invade their own. They're gonna invade the beach, right? They're gonna mm-hmm. do some. Shooting up or something like that, right? Yeah. No, they were going to invade American soil with their own people. Cuba yeah. was yes, the dressed with Cuba up as missile a Cuban. crisis was their missiles that could reach. Yes, uh, because they was allies with Russian, yeah, uh, was, with Russia, yeah. and th- and their missiles could reach America from where they was. Russia couldn't currently at the time reach them, so no. they was gonna like employ this guerrilla force to attack America on their behalf, sort of thing. It was all like hush hush. It was crazy. Yeah, that, Castro that's... died at a ripe age of ninety. Yeah, yeah. ninety years old, and he they were trying to get him. Uh, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Carter, and Reagan. Yeah, right. he outlived them all. <laughs> he did. Yeah, and they tried to kill him, but he was too smart. I mean, I don't know if this or is lucky. True. I don't know if this is true, but it says uh, a lot of them. This says this. Uh, the former head of the Cuban intelligence, Fabian Escalante, told the British documentary team that the CIA had tried to kill Fidel Castro more than 600 times over a period of 40 years. I'm not sure about 600 of the four no. years, but there was a lot of yeah. attempts. I didn't get the... Uh, um, some of the top attempts was the cigars, what? the seashells. They had some crazy top ideas. Top five, man. right. I'll just read the top five out quick. Right, so the, the first, number one was the exploding cigar. Yes. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to happen in New York in 66. Yep. Mafia ice cream surprise was supposed to happen in Havana. This is the CIA planted a hitman as a Havana ice cream vendor where he gets his ice cream from. Exploding seashells. <laughs> Fuck me, that's good. <laughs> a flesh-eating wetsuit. Right, and a character assassination live on air at the periodic table in 1960. They're the top five attempt 
which is pretty crazy. But he, I think he had loads of lookalikes, like, uh, what's his yeah. name? Like, uh, the dictator, Bora. <laughs> no, what's his name? Yeah. That's, that's where that sort of thing come from, man. It's stupid, but it's true. Right, I have a moving on big section. I mean, if you want to cover Castro and shit. Oh, no, man, we'll do Guys, yeah, we it's could, only a part one. On Listeners, it's only part one. Yeah, we could cover we'll that be back part with it. two with the JFK. We could intertwine out of the JFK we got planned mm -hmm. next week. We're going to be yeah. tying up Cold War into every episode we're doing this month, basically, guys. Yeah. Serial clearers. Se sorry, serial killers. We have the Cold War ones as well. Like, So, come on. Stay tuned. Sorry. Okay. Up to you. So, Down I've you. got a big one. You might want to pull up the guy called Dmitry Polyakov. No, oh, this guy. Polyakov. Oh, my God. This is a good one. K-O-V, Polyakov. Bring it on, side. So, I'm going to do a quick spy summary so everyone knows what the game was. So, Cold War, people think 80s, think spy. There was a film with the Superman guy in there. Um, it was on Netflix against another guy, and that was all Eastern Bloc. That was spies in competition with each other, trying to outspy each other. It's that sort of thing. Oh, and, yeah. and the tactics they used... Was it was Uncle, no the joke. man from Uncle? Oh, the man from Uncle. Yep. Like, watch that, and this will give you some sort of idea of what these guys did. Uh, obviously out of proportion, but to be honest, I don't know. So, Spice wow. Spies and Spying became part of the Cold War game. It was, acquiring, it was acquiring knowledge of what one side was doing or spreading false information about the other side. So, I've got spy stories of the Cold War. This story is called A Spy Who Kept the Cold War From Boiling Over. This yeah, is mate. about a double agent called Dmitry Polyakov was one of the most damaging moles in the history of the Soviet intelligence. In 1984, US spies monitoring the press found an alarming piece of evidence in a Russian magazine. So USA would monitor magazines because their moles over the sea would pass things in these for the US to decipher. So, um, But this message printed meant trouble for the spy currently in Russia known as Top Hat. The recipe he printed in the magazine indicated danger. Um, so was he in trouble? Yeah, Question mark. Um, so, like a sort of film sort of thing, um, he's over there, America's over there, America would monitor the press, the newspapers, the magazines, they've got all these, so this guy, Dmitry Polyakov, is in, um, he's writing in a magazine, he's posting a column in a magazine, and the yeah. American spies would read it, and um, it, they would decipher it, there was a cipher in there, so he would yeah. say things... Like, whatever. So he was called Top Hat. That's a sick name as well. Mad. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so he, it would be like translating that into danger. So he was in danger. As it turns out, yes, he was in trouble. Dimitri soon after this incident fell off the map for 25 years. Uh, Holy shit. He, yeah, he had been um, America's most valuable and trusted source of information for years and became a legend in the process. This is the most, this is the top spy. This is some James Bond shit. So Polyakov's documents and trips, um, uh, tips informed U.S. during the Cold War on how to deal with the Soviet-era weapons, and he was created um, with keeping the Cold War from boiling over by giving the U.S. secrets that gave it to the view of the Soviet priorities. So Dmitry was a double agent informing the U.S., or maybe he was a triple agent, dripping false information into the Soviets' behalf. Uh, spying is a dirty game, and what happened to him after his sudden disappearance? Let's go over some facts, and then we will. So, Dmitry Polyakov, he was born in what is now Ukraine in 1921. He served in World War II, recruited by the GRU, the GRU, the USSR's military intelligence service. 
Um, would never have been suspected as a spy. He was a son of a bookkeeper who did carpentry in his spare time. He lived a seemingly routine life. The Gru was tasked with learning as much about America as possible and had agents all over the world. He offered himself to the CIA after seeing the Soviet Union deteriorate. The Mitchell didn't accept large amounts of money and accepted payment in carpentry tools and fishing gear. He used to supply the US with insane amounts of info and he left um, the info stashed into stones on fishing trips. Now, he had a customised fishing rod that come apart, and inside the fishing rod he could leave just rolls and rolls of paper with all the notes on. And, yeah. then he would, and when he went fishing, he would leave it there. The American agent would come later, pick it up. Um, so he passed on the information, such as relations between China and Russia. So silly and effective, be- isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't. He's carrying a fishing rod. Are you going to look in a fishing rod if you stopped him? Plus, this guy is the top GRU uh, operative. Um, he's in. You know, he's embedded in the Russian intelligence. You'd, his, his papers would probably pass him over any police officer or army man that would, you know, come across him anyway. So he passed on information with China and Russia would become intense. So the U.S. could step in and exploit these dynamics with China. Polyakov was not only fearless, but well positioned in the Soviet military, rising through the ranks year by year. So he passed on information um, to the U.S. saying China and Russia was in the shit. um, And China wasn't really going with Russia's uh, plans. And it was like, so that's when the U.S. could step in and say, hey, China, we've got a deal for you, you know, in kind of. They're pulling China, China to and fro because if Russia got China in that times, can you imagine how many Chinese on top of what did you say, 1.2 million soldiers? Um, imagine, yeah, um, man, that's crazy. On top of that, <clears> how <throat> there's two billion Chinese now, I think. Which China is, was know, never, they were never uh committed, no, they wasn't committed to either no, side, but I because... think that's with the tug of war between I think, America, I think. Um... After their I have Stalin. a conspiracy after this that will tell you that they were nearly committed. Yes, Just... there were there were there, there were talks between uh, was it Nixon? Nixon visited China in nineteen seventy something. I'm not a crook. Yeah, and and there were trying to actually. I I don't know what game China were playing to be honest, because yeah, there it it's it's weird. They were trying. They were supporting Vietnam War. They weren't supporting Vietnam War. They were supporting the Afghan War. They weren't. They were trying to. I think they were trying to do their own thing. And that's what they're doing now. Yeah, they're taking us over. There's a lot. There's a lot of interviews and talks as well in the '90s after the so Cold War <coughs> ended. Um, and there was a woman from the CIA called Sandy Grimes, a CIA member, said in an interview in 1998, access to so much information in the Russian machine. Dmitry knew the price would be death. Um, he impressed so many CIA officials. He got the freedom to choose his own missions and to use his own tactics as well. Um, he filled 25 deep file drawers of filing cabinets with information by himself. That's 25 mental. deep file fucking... 25 of them by himself. Um, he's a fucking big fishing rod. He continued to climb <laughs> the ranks and give That's information. A fucking, <laughs> fucking tree trunk. Um, he continued to climb the ranks and give information, but in 1980, the double agent was summoned, and then that's when he disappeared. He said to have retired. Um, the CIA were unsettled and knew that the Russians had begun to execute American agents. In 1990, 10 years later, the Communist Party's official newspaper, Pravda, published an article saying he true. had been caught in an act in English, of yeah. espionage and executed. Um, does he lie in a traitor's grave or is he quietly retired a hero at the end of a massive career? 
So was Dmitry Politov um, a real asset or a triple agent crossing spy who had sown disinformation in the United States? Well, we may never know what happened to him, but the US intelligence officials swear he was the real deal, an absolute living legend. And in the end, no matter the outcome, he won the Cold War um, single-handedly yeah. and the Soviet Union was dissolved. So regardless of what happened to him, I've got a, his information I've, I've was got to help. I've got more on that, because... Uh, the Cold War may have ended, but the intelligent war goes on forever. So that's all I've got on Dmitry there. So if you want right, to add so to that, cuz. Polyakov, uh, in 1984, US spies monitoring the Soviet press found an alarming piece of news in the Russian magazine. It was a recipe for coot stew, a small water bird eaten extensively in Eastern Europe. This was. <clears throat> this is the code words used to decipher. Between the CIA and Polyakov that whenever Polyakov was in danger, he would publish this recipe. Yeah. Uh, they found that Polyakov had been compromised. America's most valued spy was finally caught and sentenced for the Russian call as a fucking hell, Bishaya Mera, a humiliating That's... punishment in which the condemned person is taken to a room, yeah. made to kneel and shot in the back of the head. Oh, the worst yeah. times of suicide execution. ever. Yeah. Uh, but, I've got another bit on, so keep that in mind, yeah. Yep. Uh, go back up here. So it was 86 when he was arrested by the KGB and sentenced to death for treason. Ten years later, in 2001, the Americans came to know that the former FBI agent Robert Hansen was the person who betrayed Polyakov to his Russian bosses. I read a bit about that. Uh, he was also um, he was in the yeah. FBI, but he was yeah, working yeah. for the Russians. Yeah. So he was a double agent anyway. Basically, he, a double agent he knew about Dimitri, from Russia yeah. who was working in the FBI. Grassed him up. Grassed him up, and that's what got him. Yeah, and that's what got him caught. Back. So, that, yeah. so they grassed him up, and he called back. But that's just maybe. Yeah, well, this is like a bit maybe. There was obviously truth for it. People have gone on record that used to work yeah. for the CIA in the nineties as views and all sorts now this is what comes out later like mk ultra and things like that yeah yeah denied, yeah. denied it for however many years freedom of information <clears throat> well, then, comes out and then they have to release they all of it they cannot yeah. don't have to release but everything it's it going to be just black marked there right yeah it, it comes out but it's too late by the time it comes out no one cares anymore can't do anything about it but it's mad isn't it like how it all like intertwines with the other but that that was the most famous well. spy yeah, in the Soviet yeah. Union. Yeah, yeah and he worked for the americans and he was fucking very good at his job he just, he fearless, just jump, stone face. He could just get it done. Yeah. Does anyone want to touch anything else before? I have, I have a couple of names of the spies working for the Soviet Union during the okay. Cold War, right? I'm Aldrich Imes, right? Yep. From 1941. Right. 31 years, right? Yep. In CIA. The KBG mall. The KGB mole, yeah? Yeah, 31, 31 years, years of CIA 31 information. Years. Yeah, so it's 31 Russia. years of information. So, do you know, safe. I'd say the, the the chapter we were talking about, Sai Polyakov, right? Mm-hmm. He could have won the Cold War for the United States and, and the West countries, but yeah. I'd but say it was more it was more a push of the satellite countries. How many, the, uh, how many filing cabinets did this guy fill? Exactly, but it's I'd say it's it's a it's a much much like you know at this stage because. If you think about it, was, it in, that in... was the Cold War. That was the tactics. That was yeah. the way. It wasn't a full-on war. It was a if you fire a nuke at me, I'm going to fire a nuke at you. So you knew yeah. what was going to happen. You're at, a, you're at a standstill. So what do you do? Right, let's go see what they've got. No. Let's go see what they've got. Jump and you're swapping sides. You're swapping information. It's 
I mean, everything, every everything you pick up now about that uh, Polyakon cause of death, it all says he was executed. Yeah, yeah, there was the chance that he may have just been. had enough and retired, but the circumstances and it's are all, strange. Yeah. They're all yeah. saying the same date in that as well. Because they'd have been like, motherfucker. Because there was a purge um, yeah. in the 80s where Russia went round, I think you said that, ma'am, um, where the Russians were pulling all the American spies and executing them. But we so... have a look at another name. John Anthony Walker, United States Navy Chief Warrant Officer and Communication Specialist, convicted of espionage <clears throat> for the Soviet Union from 1968 <laughs> to 1985. Fuck's sake, man. The guys <laughs> were doing their job properly, like, you know? Yeah. And you're not fired, like, you're fucking dead. <laughs> That's it. That you is fired, it. literally, yeah. on your knees. Yeah, yeah. So that Aldrich James, obviously, he turned KGB, was convicted in a vestibinage in 94, he's serving out a life sentence in the Federal Corrections Institute of Terry Hort, Indiana. So he was caught as well. But he didn't get executed. No. <clears throat> Billy Billies! Go on, cuz. That's what I need to change mine to. What's the gas base? The Cold War is the, so, it's, it's so broad, to be honest, you know? It's... I have something, so stay there, viewers. I just need a wee wee because I've had you three cans wee. of beer in about fucking four seconds. So, But I'd like to go back to the scare the Americans had when the Sputnik flew over, flew over their heads. That was the amazing, like you know, the you know the satellite, the, the Soviet oh, Union, yeah, 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 in 1957, yeah. right? I think there was that size, wasn't it? It was just like that. If you type it in, they were shitting themselves, you know, when they hear about the the first satellite. Uh, Russian satellite Sputnik 1957, yeah, yeah, 1957. But I have somewhere there. It was no, uh, the size of it. It was probably. Roughly, was it football? Um, bit bigger, bit bigger football. Yeah, so it wasn't very big. Yeah, like so what, there's a bloke holding it in two arms, and it's probably like yeah. So basically, a little piece of metal flying over American heads caused so much panic. Are you so, watching the stream, man? They were properly shitting themselves. Yeah. I'm here. I'll show you. A, I'll show you a picture of the scientist holding it. I'll just open it up. Here, um, I'll never leave. <laughs> I'll never <laughs> leave. The master of mayhem. Well, let's get this one up. Uh, it's not the best picture, but this is. Uh... If you have the picture, of the guy holding. Sport yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, because we're trying to get some Earth's first artificial satellite, Dawn of go. the Space Age, story of the Sputnik One. Sputnik One, the dog in it. Yeah. No, no, no. This, no, this, we're trying um, to uh, uh, mini satellite. Trying to realize the scare they actually, um, you know, the first satellite caused. Like you know, mm. they were mm -hmm. shitting themselves. Americans, the Americans were shitting themselves. They said, okay, we have to do something. Like you know, because they got a satellite up, and the other ones were like. What yeah. stage of moon attack? Russians uh, moon were landing. so close. I think the Russians were uh, on the way to the moon when the first landing was supposed to happen. And they just flew by and they, they never landed, uh, if that's true. But... Yeah, no, it's the big space race, isn't it? The, yeah. the, it, wasn't, it wasn't about let's land on the moon. It was 
who can who's got the capabilities to get to the moon because whoever's got that is the bigger country. It was a fucking yeah, man. it was a dick measuring competition between Russia and fucking US. So we have a dig like from here to moon, and the other ones have the the other one around the moon here. missed the fucking target. There's a person that landed on the moon. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a big dick. Ha. That's all it was, wasn't it? Who's got the bigger wang? Talking goes to the fridge, man. Get me a beer. There you go. Well, out John Smith, so I have to drink Bud Light now. Beers in. Oi, oi. That's all right. Well, I'm Boys. going with uh, with the subject, guys. Oh, it's yeah. uh. I don't know. What the fuck I... is that, bro? It's maybe it's, it's, it's Maybelline. Oh, spit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spy! Spy! spy. spy. <laughs> Dimitri Mayhemakolov! Mayhem is an Eastern European spy. There you go. Fucking hell, I bet, so, two of them, I bet two of them, Mayhem, when you run oh, your back, are you? Or maybe he's not. What's that? Is that fucking Irish equivalent to special brew? No, that was a part of a pack I got for Christmas, so I'm just finishing up. I got some at boys that would tickle you fucking Come on, testes. Tickle dicks now, tickle our dicks now. Come on, we need it. We need this to hear something. This is a submarine conspiracy, right? There we go. Go on, go on. We need to hear that before insane. the end of the first one. This is one. insane. So we were seconds away from World War Three, and this is what I was talking about: dragging China into the war as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 1967, the Soviet submarine K-129 was sat in American waters. Um, waiting for the Cold War to kick off. Yeah. They sent a signal out and was meant to send a second. It never came. So the Soviets sent a fleet looking, uh, but never found anything. Uh, hundreds of miles away, near Hawaii, underground, um, is a sub-detection system, and uh, it detected an explosion. So yep. This is American defences out of Hawaii being placed there, yeah, after yeah. Pearl Harbor, etc. I think they have a ring um, around America. Just to protect themselves. You to protect them with a submarine. Yeah. yeah, because submarines obviously are nuke capable. So, uh, yeah. with months of the US sub found, uh, within months, the US sub found the wreck and confirmed the submarine's missiles blew up inside the sub. The wreckage confirmed this missile was up and ready and seconds away from launching. The world was literally wow, man. A, a second away from World War Three. A team of highly trained KGB boarded the sub at the last second and yep. was ordered to start World War Three from the manifest. So there was a manifest yeah, that yeah. they pulled up. Hunt for the red October. Uh, red October. Yeah. 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 Mm. So. This was an unsanctioned mission from a higher up at the Kremlin. This had nothing to do with Russian-like officials. The KGB team were trying to make it look like China has fired the missile. They tried to trick the US. The K-129 was wrecked 400 miles from Pearl Harbor, which is exactly the range of a Chinese interballistic missile at the time. The yeah. Soviets had 800 miles capability, so they positioned that they could have fired from 800 miles away if they wanted to, but they put it 400 miles away, so when they positioned it, they would know that it was China that fired it. So I'm yeah, so, yeah. Um, shot at China. Yeah, they believed the captain figured this out and gave the wrong missile code, which caused it to detonate within the tube. Oh shit! Um, oh my gosh, that's he why sacrificed it was himself. found like that. Yeah, so it's like an unsung hero of the Cold yeah, War, yeah. and you can't say nothing about it. It's insane. So seven years later, the Americans tried to get the sub to the surface to get evidence against the Russians. They hired a millionaire called Howard Hughes, which was a cover story. And Howard Hughes um, was um, laying a—he had a massive claw device to put down 16 kilometers of steel pipe 
which was picking up pieces of the submarine. So they was putting down steel pipe like a pipeline, but instead yeah, yeah. of putting down pipe, the claw was like, bit of pipe, bit of pipe, submarine, bit of pipe, bit of pipe. But it went to shit because they wanted to put the submarine on display and use it to blackmail Russia. But on extraction, the submarine fell in half and the half oh, they needed shit. fell to the bottom of the ocean. And it was such a big and expensive operation, they never tried again. But basically what they saw from going down there was the missile went off inside the tube. Yeah, and the yeah. only re- and if the captain gives the wrong codes, if you put the wrong codes in, uh, the, it doesn't open, it's sent to go off. But they was all dead. As soon as the rocket uh, went going, it was just everyone was dead in there anyway. So the captain, literally, the Russian captain sacrificed himself to avoid World War Three, which is insane. If that tube was open, fuck knows where we'd be now. That's yeah, exactly, man. That's a Russian sub in Hawaii ready to fire a nuclear missile, two nuclear missiles at America and blame China for it. And while China and America are having a war, Russia is sat there just like whatever, and then they can pick apart the two countries and take what they want. Right, guys, this is this is crazy, right? We we are we have to discover that the rent the 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 hunt for direct October is actually true. Uh huh. That's insane. So Fuck the me. the guy you was just on about that Howard Hughes, they uh, it was called Project Arizona. As of yeah. Azorian, sorry, Azorian. What's the uh, pipes meant to do? Do you know? Uh, What's the story there? I know that it was sixteen kilometers of fucking pipe was meant to be put down. Project Mo Mohol. Utilize their precision stability equipment to keep the ship nearly stationary above the target while lowering three miles of pipe. They work science of methods of preserving the papers and underwater. It's to do with getting the cryptology documents and equipment. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Uh, their main goal was the recovery of an intact R-21 nuclear missile, what they wanted. Yeah, and the ship was Hughes Glomer Explorer. That's insane, though, guys. Yeah, like, mate, there's so much. If that ship was drama. open, man, you don't even know. <clears throat> we wouldn't be here. That's it. Lights out. War, baby, yeah. and we're America's allies. We're the Patrick Swayze, Red Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> right, guys. I'm actually, I'm actually coming back to my insects, right? Oh, here we go. Let's get back <laughs> onto the insects, right? This is right? Let's go. Because Americans are so fucked up, right? Even during the MK Ultra, they were calling. It's a bit them... of a fucking bold statement on a podcast. A bit fucked up, right? No, CIA <laughs> operatives, operatives, right? They're oh, okay. fucked up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, um, Not as a country. <laughs> they're, they're calling all the operations so straight on, right? Like just spot on. If, if the MK Ultra was the was an <laughs> operation of of releasing hookers or someone, right? They would say they're, 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 they were called they like a like a uh, you know the the black velvet or something <laughs> like that, you know. But yeah. They had the operation Black called Black the Black Velvet, there. yeah. They had the operation called the fucking Big Itch. The Big Itch, yeah. They had a corporation called right, the Big Itch, nice. right? It's not an STD, right? So in 1954, it was designed to test munitions loaded with uninfected fleas, right? Yeah. But the Big Itch went awry when some of the fleas escaped into the plane and bit all the three story. members of the air crew. <laughs> what it bit all the air crew and yeah it beat all the three that. members of the air crew right and they just yeah. didn't go ahead with it <laughs> because it was oh, unsafe yeah, to fucking that. transport it but they do they they um right you it's were saying them. that they released uh, uh ah, he's irish right 
They in May 1955, <laughs> over 3,000 yellow, 300,000 yellow fever mosquitoes, right, were yep. dropped over parts of the U.S. state of our own fucking soil, right? Yep. State of Georgia, to determine if the airdrop mosquitoes could survive to take meals from humans. So there you go. Come on. Uh, my name is Boris Johnson, right? And I have a plane flew. Uh, I have a plane flew off. Operation Dropkick Mayhem. Just <laughs> yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, you can't. You can't take an American's food, fam. That's fucking. Oh uh, that's, my god! All right. That's what. No, man. that was Operation called the Big Buzz. <laughs> the Big Buzz. The Dropkick was the uh, yes. The Dropkick was the other one, right? Nineteen sixty-five. Mm-hmm. It was a seaborne release of insects vectors for biological agents right so that was operation yeah. magic sword uh and operation uh sword. dropkick and operation mayday yeah so basically they were trying uh uh there is there is a guy i don't think he's still alive but there was a guy in there was they actually worked in those laboratories yeah yeah and he was responsible for uh um testing if the certain disease or anything is going to actually stick into, uh, you know, uh, fleas, bees, uh, ticks, bees, or bees. anything like that, right? Yeah. And then he was sending on all the results uh, forward, right, to other departments. And they were trying to put it into a bomb, Shit, yeah. basically. And they were testing on the, on American soil. Mm. You know? That's crazy. It's crazy. Like, you know, there, it's... No, no, everything's been everything's been declassified, but no one's gone to jail for that. Boys. Boys, it's been a crazy one, boys. Yeah, it's been a crazy one. But this is the and end that's of part one. Four percent. Yeah, literally like <clears throat> scrapes it. You've heard about one spy, a biological attack, and nearly World Please War Three happening. Mosquitoes, World War Three. Guys, we have to do space race. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think we'll plan a few for. I mean, we've got JFK coming, which ties perfectly into all this. To be fair, yes, JFK is gonna is gonna be is gonna do uh, part one point five. I want to um I want to talk about the assassination itself because I know quite a bit about it. Yeah. If you want to touch on JFK's business in the Cold War, I want to talk about JFK's writing business. Okay. All you right. do the business. I'll do the business about the writing. Business. You do the business. business I'll business, do the writing. Yeah, like, the Cold War, our Cold War podcast is going to be touched upon probably for the next fucking yeah. couple of months. Of of We're going to tie up everything. <clears throat> even plan February, because... but you'll probably come back in. Yeah. Depending on what we've got. I think we in February we're going to come back with the part two, which we're going to start with the space race. Yeah, we yeah yeah absolutely. We could and touch on what we we've have got. A proper or we could change the we could change the schedule. It's not a problem. No, we're not. I think I think the schedule looks okay, guys. Thanks, mate. I think it's a good idea that, that we have a schedule because we we are, we're, we're not organized at all. Like, I think we're fucking sick, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent organized. Can I just set Did up you remember our eight? first few? Yeah. Fuck to now. I have a notebook. I've been right since school. 
Oh, there's I've two. I've for over <laughs> nearly two decades. As the King Killer nine six nine says, it, there's a still shot shit ton of info on on the Cold War. Yeah, absolutely, there is. Killer. Yeah. yeah, baby. There is, absolutely. but we've already touched MK Ultra, right? We've already touched Fidel Castro. We have we've touched so much of Castro, yeah, multiple times. Cold War. We've only touched the Cold War in America's or Russia's perspective, right? But we still have Middle East. We Afghanistan, mm-hmm. uh, Israel. You know, we have still Africa to talk about, guys. If you if you look at what was going on in Africa during the uh, Cold War, that's uh, that's like a proper um, laboratory for CIA. Mm-hmm. HIV? Fuck me, like, come on now. Don't fuck you, mate. Might get HIV, mate. Uh, you know, um, we're not going to kill gays, you know. There's a man-made fucking shit, I'm telling you this. Come on, where's the drone? Monkey? Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's what I mean, even now there's still there's still leaking about the Cold War that's happened and That's the thing though, it's an <clears throat> intelligence war and that shit. A Cold War is an intelligence war. Guys, uh... it's it's information gathering. You've got SR seventy ones being built in in area fifty you've got Black Hawk helicopters coming out of Area 51 to do secret night operations to take down Bin Laden, and they've got secret stealth coating on, which no radar can pick up. Loads of shit. So they made a helicopter with alien tech on it, haven't you? Pretty much, yeah, because it's got fucking... Roswell is actually one we're touching on. That's a tinfoil episode. We have got Roswell. We're not a tinfoil. We're not conspiracy theorists. Or maybe. Are we not? Are we? No! <laughs> Cue the gaming pit. Yeah, B, we need you to do a sexy, please. It's uh, we decided we need a jingle. We need a uh, a gaming pit podcast intro. No, there's so much summer stuff going out, and and they they they, they want to classify exactly. They want to classify. Fucking aliens! <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little spoiler about the uh, JFKs oh. because they want to classify. Uh, all the information about JFK until the last person that's been witnessed the whole situation is not mm-hmm. dead. So I think you seen 19- Umbrella Academy. Nineteen what what is it? Two thousand what was it? Another thirty years or something? We have thirty, yeah. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah boy. And Guys. I think the fuck off brings us an end. We are You keep cutting out because Ah, oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry about that. No, I think I'm going over over the. <laughs> We're one hour in. Well. Uh, guys, I'd like to there. apologize for my mic problems, uh, for side problems, and for Bromley's mic problems, which they never. I occurred. might um, I might up- update with subtitles so you can understand the Irish's end of things. No, uh, oh, Irish. I never said I was Irish. <laughs> Curdy fucking curdy. We appreciate you for watching. We're going to jump in the main chat now. If anyone wants to invite to the Discord, I'm sure. Cousin has set up an exclamation Discord. For what? It's not Tirti. <laughs> it's for the Discord, guys. Look at the beep one. Look at the beep one up. Tirti. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's not Tirti. It's fucking 30. <laughs> that, was, that was your one thing, cuz. You have to do one fuck. I've done it now. <laughs> I got Join it. Discord if you're not in it and you're in there. In the, yeah. The task force chat now to uh, whatever. Full so. of bullshit and fuckery. Yep. Grab and a drink and come join us. I won't be there, guys. I I'm sorry. Are you not coming for a minute? No, I can't. I think Toph and Atkin in that's in there, if you want to say hello. 
I'll say hello for a couple of minutes. I, I, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I will. Guys, for our audio <laughs> listeners, right, before they, they, they punch me in the face, <laughs> virtually, like. Um, and the video listeners. We have our uh, we have our live view. Yeah, we have our live view on Twitch on uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash Gaming every Saturday at half eight. We have our YouTube channel Task Force Gaming. Guys, look it up. And audio on every major platform. Right, start from fucking Apple, yeah, going to the shit Google, and we're not on Facebook. Fuck that shit. Right, guys, we love oh, you yeah. all. We're not If you want to hang out with us. Join us every Saturday. Bye. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks.